pipes and in this life, but son, we don't see shade. She got my eye, might make my wife. I know she wanna be saved. We spend a time, you have a good night. Welcome back, everyone, to Inside the Dome. I am John Nadero, and I am joined with Carlin Jacob. Thank you all for listening to this mini-series. Thank you for Lance for filling in for two episodes. Thank you to Lance as well for filling in for me last episode because I was a little sick last episode, but I would have had to pull a little Jordan flu game, but I was I was out completely. But So thank you, Lance for filling in last episode and we will definitely try to get Lance on for future episodes. He is very dedicated and he knows a lot about football. So we will try to get Lance back in for next week's episodes or beyond. So thank you, Lance. But Carlin, like I said, up? this is the last episode in our, in your mini series. I do want to say though, if you're listening to this, NFL football's on tonight, baby. It is. Lions, it is. Chiefs, 820 in Arrowhead. I will be watching. John will be watching. My fantasy team will be watching. And your fantasy team will be watching. Make sure your lineups are ready for tomorrow. Because I swear, sure. if you forget, it's your fault. And Travis Kelsey is most likely not starting tomorrow. So if you have him, do not start him. Unless they <laughs> confirm that he is starting. But, yeah, football's on today, bud. And I'm super excited. I know you're super excited, but we got finished up this mini series real quick. And I think it's so right that we crown our personal Super Bowl champions. And obviously, I've said throughout this whole mini series what my list is on who's where and what. And you've said it a little bit, but you haven't said who's your first seed, who's your second seed. Or anything. So it's going to be very interesting for us to compare each other's list and see who we each crown the Super Bowl champion. I'm very excited. I don't know about you. It's been a long time coming. And we've yeah. recorded back to back to back. It's been awesome. Yeah. But you haven't this done something a, like that. Yeah, this has been a grind. This, this schedule we've been on. This has been a grind. But real quick, before we get started with this episode, I think I have a little bit of explaining to do with last episode that I was not on because throughout this mini series, Carlin and I, our rankings of each division have been very similar, except for last episode. We've had very different predictions, especially with the NFC North. I think we were very different. So real quick, I am just going to briefly give it was my more, thoughts. It was more the AFC North, but AFC? Yeah, but you had the lines going 9 and 8, and I had them going yeah. 13 and 4. Okay, so let me explain a bit. I'll, I will do a brief explanation. I'm not going to go in-depth with it, every team just for time purposes, but I will explain my ranking a bit. So we'll start with the NFC North. The Chicago Bears, I have them going 7 and 10. Their offense is going to be very fun. They did improve the defense slightly. They revamped their linebacker core with getting Tremaine Edmonds and TJ Edwards, I believe. But it's all on the top of my head, too. But I think they'll garner more wins, and I think Fields could have a third-year breakout. But I have them going 7-10. Vikings, 7-10 as well. 
I love their offense. I love Kirk Cousins, uh, Justin Jefferson, Jordan Addison, TJ Hawkinson, Alexander Madison, even as a running back. I like him, but their defense, they just lost more players. Zadarius Smith, Patrick Peterson, and more. They're, and Eric Kendricks, they've lost on defense. They do have Brian Flores, but I am not a fan of the Vikings defense. I wasn't even a fan of their defense last season, but they regressed even more. So I really do think while their offense will carry, I think their defense will blow too many games. They won a lot of close games last year. A lot of close games, but I think they'll be in a lot of close games this year, but I don't think it's going to go in their favor. So I have them going 7-10. to 10. Packers, I have them going 9-8. and eight. This is on the assumption that Jordan Love is actually pretty decent. So I have the offense actually thriving a bit. I like Christian Watson, Romeo Dobbs, Jalen Reed, the young wide receivers, alongside Aaron Jones and A.J. Dillon. Their defense, very good on paper, too. They didn't lose many players from last year. And I think they will be a middle-of-the-road team. And with the way I formatted my NFC going, I have them making the playoffs, which I'll get into in a second. But I have them going 9-8. and eight. The Lions now, you had them 13-4. and four. I have them going 9-8. and eight. How come? Reason is, I'm not sold on their defense yet. They did improve it on paper. They got C.J. Gardner-Johnson. They got Cortland Sutton from the Steelers. But last season, their defense was the worst in the league, arguably. They had a very good offense. I still think they have a very good offense, even though Jameson Williams is suspended for the first six to eight games. So that is something you have to consider, too. So their their wide receiver core is not as strong at the start of the season, but their defense is not proven it yet. I don't know if their defense is going to be good enough. Same thing with the Vikings. I think the Lions' defense could screw them a couple games. Could be the case with the Chiefs week one. We will see. I'm not sold on their defense, but I do think they will win the division. I have them going 4-2 and two in the division. So I have them going 9-8, and eight, having the third seed. Real quick, this is a speed run for me here. AFC North. The Browns, I have them going 9-8. and eight. Uh, Carlin, would you have the Browns going real quick? 6-9. Uh, and 6-9, and nine. okay. So I have them going 9-8. and eight. I think Deshaun Watson is going to be a little bit of both from last year and a couple years ago. I think he'll be right in the middle. Won't be as bad as last year. I think he'll show signs of life from his Houston Texans days. But I don't know if he'll be good enough. They only have Nick Chubb as the only proven running back in the backfield. They don't have that duo in Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt anymore. They do have good weapons in uh, Amari Cooper, Peoples-Jones, Elijah Moore. And their defense is pretty above average, but beatable at the same time. I'm not sure what Zadarius Smith will do for them, but I have them going 2-4 and four in the division. They are in the toughest division in football this year, the AFC North. It is so tough. So I have them splitting a lot of games. But 9-8, I have the Browns going and missing the playoffs. Now, last three teams, I have all of them going 13-4. and four. Pretty surprising. I think this is maybe not the most accurate, but I do think with what Carlin said, what Lance said, and what I'm saying here, this could be a possibility. All of what we're saying are possibilities for this season. This is a possibility. The Steelers, I have them going 13-4, 3-3 three in their record. I love their defense, what they added. Omar Khan is a great GM. As long as the offense clicks, which I think what we've seen in preseason, I think it has a chance to click. 
Kenny Pickett has a lot of great weapons and a very improved O-line. It just comes down to the play calling on defense. If TJ Watt is healthy the whole season alongside Alex Highsmith, I think the two of them could be very good. We have great depth on the D-line too with Cam Hayward, Okajobi as well. Our linebacking core got revamped, or inside linebacking core, I should say. So I like that. The secondary is unproven, but we will see. But I like them a lot. I have them going 13-4, and including being the 49ers week one. Bengals, 13-4. Joe Burrow will start week one. I believe that has been confirmed. Best wide receiver trio in the league with Jamar Chase. T. Higgins, Tyler Boyd. Their defense is very good. Their secondary is going to be a little unproven, but I like their defensive coordinator. I have them going 13-4. They will be very competitive. They will get wins over the teams like the Chiefs. I'm going 3-3 in the division. I still really like them. Finally, the Ravens. I have them winning the division because their divisional record is 4-2. and I have them going 13-4, and all on the assumption that Lamar Jackson stays healthy this season with the assumption that OBJ stays healthy this season. If they get the big injury bug that they usually do, I say scrap this record. I'd have them going like 10-7 and maybe. But assuming they're all healthy the whole year, they're 13-4. Lamar Jackson is still a very good quarterback when healthy. He proved it at the beginning of last season before he got injured. Great weapons now, finally. OBJ, Zay Flowers, Sean Bateman, Mark Andrews, J.K. Dobbins. Defense, Roquan Smith on the team, Patrick Queen, great edge rushers. Marlon Humphrey, I think, might miss the first game or so, but they have him. Good secondary. I like the Ravens. We will see that, but that was a lot for me. That's essentially my sum up from last episode. Yeah, don't but get yourself sick again from talking that I much. <laughs> I won't. But let's get on now to the playoffs, our predictions. I'll let you start, Carlin. So, AFC. How's your seating like for the AFC? We'll start with that. All right. So here's what we're going to do. Because John and I can literally say, oh, here's our record and here's our champion, right? Um, So what we're going to do is John and I are just – I'm going to go through my whole AFC and tell you who my AFC champion. Then John's going to go. He's going to tell his whole AFC champion. And then we're going to take a break. We're going to come back and we're going to do our NFC champion. And then, you know, same exact way. And then we're going to say our Super Bowl prediction and who's winning Super Bowl 58 for an early season prediction. So that's how it's going to work. We're going to go nice and slow so everyone can understand it because obviously John and I can look at this and ex- like exactly say who is who, but you can't. So <laughs> we'll do our best to explain this. We good? Yeah. John, you have anything I, else you want to say? <laughs> yeah, I won't go as fast as I did the first 10 minutes there, but I just wanted to speed it up there. But yeah, yeah essentially everything Carlin said. So do you want to start, Carlin, with your AFT? Yes, sir. So I'm going to go from one to seven, and then we're going to start with the wild card, then move to the divisional, then the championship, then my winner. All right. Going first place in the AFC playoffs. I got the Buffalo Bills. I have the Bills winning the division. I have the Bills winning the whole entire AFC with a record of 14 and 3. They're going to get the bye, which will be the first time Buffalo will actually have first round. I, uh, the, uh, the 
bye week, I'm pretty sure, which will be huge for them. Very, very huge. Keep that in mind. Okay. Second place, I got the Cincinnati Bengals going 13-4. and four. They're going to keep – if they keep winning, they'll at least play two home games, which who knows? We'll see. We'll get into it. Third place, Kansas City Chiefs going 12-5, and five, which I feel like a lot of people are surprised I have them losing this many games. But I don't know. The AFC is getting harder, and I just happened to pick it the way I did. So I have them getting the third seed. Wrapping up the divisional winners in the fourth seed are the Jacksonville Jaguars going 11-6. So in order from division winners, I have the Bills, the Bengals, the Chiefs, the Jags. All division winners with the Bills getting their first round by. Let's talk about some wild card, okay? In the fifth overall spot, I have the Miami Dolphins going 13-4. and four. Right? Tua. To, if Tua stays healthy, remember, we're like predicting that everyone stays healthy this whole entire season. That's how John and I did this and based off of last year. Dolphins getting the fifth. And the sixth, I got the Pittsburgh Steelers, baby. With a record of 12-5, and five, I think it's very manageable this year. John has them having one more game, but I was like, and I have the divisional record 3-3. Three and three. It was like, I feel like it's going to be 2-4 and four for some odd reason. So... I have them getting the sixth seed. Wrapping up in the seventh seed, I got the New York J-E-T-S. Jets, Jets, Jets. <laughs> uh, with Aaron Rodgers. Uh, I feel like this is a very uh, Tampa Bay-esque team from 2020. So I feel like they're just going to sneak into the playoffs with a record of 12-5. and five, um, And they will actually barely beat out the Chargers, who go 10 and 7 so they'll have two more wins than the chargers and the chargers will just miss the playoffs real quick uh i like how you say the jets will sneak in with a record of 12 and 5 yeah that's crazy to think about it really is i mean mine's similar in a way but that's just yeah that was just crazy to think about i said that's awesome i didn't think about that (laughs) all right anyways let's talk those we're going to completely skip I'm just going to do it in the order of my bracket. Actually, no, I won't. I'll go from high seed to low seed, if that makes sense. So we'll start with two and seven, then three and six, and then four and five. So the two seed, the Cincinnati Bengals will be, uh, the, sorry, the seventh seed, the New York Jets, will be playing in Paycor Stadium against the Cincinnati Bengals. Aaron Rodgers versus Joe Burrow. If this game was in MetLife, I have a feeling the Jets could win it. However, with Cincinnati chili down the street from the stadium, it was very random, but I'll keep it. With Cincinnati skyline chili down the street and those Cincinnati Bengal fans going nuts, give me the Cincinnati Bengals to move on and beat the New York Jets, giving Aaron Rodgers his first and maybe only playoff game in the AFC. And he was going to lose it. I have a gut feeling. So they're going to beat the Jets. Uh, I don't know. I'm not going to really give score predictions, but I have a feeling this is going to be a very, very close game. Just the way it's going to be. All right. Bengals being the Jets. Let's move to the third and sixth seed. Okay. I have the Pittsburgh Steelers, the legendary 
six-time Super Bowl champion, Pittsburgh Steelers, who have only won two Super Bowls since John and I were born. <laughs> Going into Arrowhead in Geo State. Is it Geo Field? I think it's Geo Field. Arrowhead? Yeah, it's Arrowhead, but whatever their field is called. I just, I honestly I call don't know. I, yeah. I just call it Arrowhead. <laughs> Anyways, they go into Arrowhead Stadium to play the Kansas Hat, Kansas City Chiefs. Wow, I just created like three words there. So, I think this could be also a very close game, but I also don't think it will be. I think Kenny Pickett going into his first playoff game ever is going to not is going to struggle just because he's going to the loudest environment. Then again, he might not, but he's played in the ACC. They have no loud stadiums whatsoever. Maybe Clemson and Clemson's like horrible right now. They just lost to Duke. <laughs> Big upset. Anyways, we will get to that next episode. Yes, we will. <laughs> so give me the Kansas Addy. Kansas City, Kansas City Chiefs. Wow, words are hard today. Uh, and a close one, but I also don't really think it's a close one. I think Mahomes is going to show his boss, but I think the Pittsburgh Steelers will come back fighting. So give me the Chiefs being the Steelers. Hurts me to say that, but hey, they made the playoffs. I hope I'm completely wrong, <laughs> but we'll see. We'll see. To finish off the AFC wild card. We got Miami Dolphins, Tua Tagnovaloa. I so butchered that. I've said his name so many times, and I know I just butchered that. Tyreek Hill, Jalen Waddell, Mike uh, McDaniel going in to whatever the heck the Jacksonville Jaguars Stadium is called down in Jacksonville. I think it's TIAA Stadium. I think Trevor Lawrence is going to have a pretty solid game. And I think Tua might have a solid game. We remember last year, Tua, a non-Tua Miami team almost beat Buffalo in Buffalo. With that being said, give me the Jacksonville Jaguars to beat the Miami Dolphins. So, in that case, when we move on to the divisional, here's how it's going to work out. The Bills with the one seed will host the Jacksonville Jaguars. The Bengals with a two seed will host the Kansas City Chiefs. So that's the divisional. And now let's talk about the divisional. Buffalo Bills, Josh Allen, Trevor Lawrence, and the Jacksonville Jaguars. It's going to be a great, great game. However, we're talking January football. Cold football. Colder than Kansas City last year where they're probably going to play in a snow game up there or a very, very cold game in general. And I think Trevor's already adjusted to the heat down there. I think he is. I like Trevor a lot, dude. I really, really do. But I don't think Buffalo is going to take a loss up in their home stadium for now. So with that being said, give me the Buffalo Bills over the Jacksonville Jaguars. Um. I feel like all these games are going to be close. I honestly could see this game going to overtime. I still think it's funny from last year. They added the new overtime rule. Everyone was so happy. There was no overtime games last year. <laughs> yeah, there were. It didn't even matter. No, it didn't. It's it's crazy. Um. So, with that being said, give me the Buffalo Bills. 
and they're going to remain the number one seed, and they will have the home field advantage for the AFC. Uh, what's it called? The AFC Championship. All right, moving down. Patrick Mahomes going into Burrow, not Burrowhead, going into Paycor Stadium for the first time in playoff history. And I think this will be the first time he's not actually played at his home stadium for a playoff game. I'm pretty sure. I don't think he's ever played anywhere else. Which I, feel is- like my, I feel like Mahomes always has home field advantage. And he's not getting it this year, baby. I'm telling you right now, he's not. He's going to go into Paycor Stadium and realize why Kansas City may have one of the best fan bases in the NFL. Also one of the most bandwagon because you have one of the best quarterback in the NFL. But mainly, you guys are loyal out there. I know you are. Most loyal fan base and best fan base in the NFL. But you got to go to Cincinnati where Joe Burrow is known up there. Tearing teams apart left and right. And another close game, but with the home field advantage, give me Joe Burrow and Cincinnati Bengals all day, baby. So let's go to the championship, the Buffalo Bills versus the Cincinnati Bengals. We finally get a good rematch from the playoffs last year in a game that we didn't have because of an incident as well during the regular season. Buffalo got a lot better this year. They're missing uh, Von Miller for four games, which is very, very key. Cincinnati won the division. They're looking to go back to the Super Bowl for the second time in the past three years. It will be, I believe. Getting close, playing in the two most AFC championship games, which will this will be their third. However... I think it's Buffalo's year this year to make it to the Super Bowl. And a snowy game and a cold game up in Buffalo. Give me the Buffalo Bills to be the AFC champions. Wow. I like it. Good predictions. Very solid. You and I, for the most part, in this miniseries, we've agreed on a lot of things. So... We will see if I agree with yeah, it. I'm curious. Am I that much different from you? We will see. I will now give my predictions here. So, real quick, shout out to Lane's Chicken Fingers in Morgantown. I've been eating some chicken fingers. Wow. Well, this is literally like, I'm giving my predictions and I'm looking up at the camera. I'm looking at Johnny. John's going, um, yum, yum. He's stuffing yeah. his face with chicken These fingers. These chicken fingers are good. <laughs> really? Where'd you get them at? Lanes, Lanes Chicken Fingers. Where's Lanes at on campus? It's, uh, it's by Chipotle in Morgantown. Okay, brand, so brand new place. So when I come visit you, I know where I'm going. Yeah, we'll go there. We'll go there. Sounds Definitely. good. Sounds but good. Anyway, I'm done eating now. So my predictions for the AFC with the one seed. I feel like I've said some of this in previous episodes, but with the one seed, I have the Buffalo Bills getting the one seed. They have a 14. Not 14, 13 and 4 record, 5 and 1 in their division. They get the one seed. They get a bye week. Two seed, Kansas City Chiefs. They also go 13 and 4. But the key is, if my memory is correct, I have the Bills beating the Chiefs during the regular season. So that's a tiebreaker right there. So the Bills get the one seed. The Chiefs get the two seed. Three seed, that 
AFC North division that I was rambling about 10 minutes ago. The Baltimore Ravens get the three seed with a record of 13-4 as well. All of these teams are 13-4. Very funny. We'll break the record here. Four seed, Jacksonville. They go 10-7. They pretty much destroy their division. I don't think I was on when you talked about the AFC South, but Jacksonville destroys the division pretty easily. The Titans are the only competition. Five seed, the Bengals, 13-4 at AFC North. Six seed, the Steelers, 13-4. Man, seven seed. This is a very tight seven seed I have here. Very tight. It essentially came down between the Chargers, the Dolphins, and the Jets, all with the same record of 10-7, and seven. but with the way I did this, this team made the playoffs. That's the Los Angeles Chargers, so that means the Dolphins and the Jets missed out in the playoffs. One thing, too, I was just listening while you were talking. You mentioned the Jets. I know with the Jets, we like to... Talk, we like to compare them to the Denver Broncos last season. You made a good comparison comparing them to the 2020 Tampa Bay Buccaneers when it was Tom Brady's first year. That could easily be the case, too, with the Jets. They could be on that level. So they do have a chance to make the playoffs. The way I did this, they missed the playoffs. So sorry, Jets. But moving on, first round, the Bills get the bye week, same as you. The Ravens and Steelers play the three seed versus the six seed. This is in Baltimore, too. So, who wins this game? Does Baltimore win? Nope. The Steelers win this game, baby. The Steelers won in Baltimore last season. Kenny Pickett with a great clutch touchdown drive last year. He's going to do it again in the playoffs. It's going to be a very close, very competitive game. But the Steelers... Even in general, the Steelers have always had Lamar Jackson's number. Lamar Jackson has never played very well against the Steelers. So, that continues again here. The Steelers upset Baltimore in the first round and move on. Next game, the Chiefs. Number two Chiefs going against the number seven Chargers. Another close one, a divisional rivalry here. Chargers usually don't get the Chiefs' number. The Chiefs... The Chiefs are also very interesting because week one, we should talk a little bit about week one since, that's, since that game's happening tonight. They don't even have Chris Jones yet. That's not even confirmed. And Travis Kelsey might sit too. So that might affect the start of their season. If they don't have those two players, the Detroit Lions could easily beat the Chiefs. But at this point in the season, ideally those two players would be back. So in that case, I have the Chiefs being the Chargers. It's in Arrowhead too. So that's just insanely difficult for the Chargers. The Chargers haven't been able to prove that they can win a clutch game against the Chiefs. That continues here. I have the Chiefs winning and moving on. The final matchup in the first round, the Jacksonville Jaguars at home against the Cincinnati Bengals. The Bengals are on the road. This is Trevor Lawrence's second chance in the playoffs here. Do the Jacksonville Jaguars win? No, they don't win. I still like the Bengals. The Bengals are a proven playoff team. They, Like Carlin said, they made it to the Super Bowl two years ago. They are very proven. Joe Burrow is a proven quarterback. Trevor Lawrence, not so much. Except the fact that the Chargers choked that one game. But technically, Trevor Lawrence should have gotten killed in that game against the Chargers last year. But Jacksonville, 
not ready for the big moment. I have the Bengals winning here. So, moving on to the next round, the Bills versus the Steelers in Buffalo. This is going to be tough for the Steelers. It really is. Playing in Buffalo is tough. A couple years ago, the Steelers, back when Ben was still on the team, the Steelers were able to beat Buffalo in Buffalo. But you look at last season, the Bills destroyed the Steelers in Buffalo. So here we go again. Can the Steelers finally win in Buffalo with Kenny Pickett? Can they beat the number one seed, the Buffalo Bills? No, they can't. I wish it was the case, but I don't know if Kenny Pickett is ready for the big game yet. The Steelers made excellent strides during the season. They had a 13-4 record. Incredible season. Great defense. This is more of a low-scoring game here. Not a shootout because the defenses will come up strong. So, the Bills win. They move on to the AFC Championship. Chiefs versus Bengals. The AFC Championship game from last season. The Chiefs came out on top. They finally beat Joe Burrow. Patrick Mahomes has finally beat him. People can put that on the shelf that Joe Burrow is undefeated against Patrick Mahomes. Can Mahomes do it again? They are the number two seed versus the Bengals number five. The Chiefs are an arrowhead here. Can they do it? No. They can't. I have the Bengals winning. The reasoning is I'm not fully sold on this Chiefs team with their offense, their weapons. Kadarius Toney, is he even healthy at this point in the season? Has Sky Moore made the jump yet? Has Rasheed Rice made the jump? Marquez Valdez scandling these unproven receivers here. I don't think they'll be able to come up clutch. All he has is Travis Kelsey that is proven right now on this team. So, I think the Bengals prevail here. I like Joe Burrow. I like his weapons. Burrow has proven that he can win an Arrowhead too. Two years ago when the Bengals went to the Super Bowl, they beat the Chiefs in Arrowhead. Last year was a different story. But this year, it goes back to the Bengals. The Bengals go to the AFC Championship, which leads us to the AFC Championship, which I believe is this the same exact AFC Championship that you have. The Bills and Bengals. Yes. Okay. So, Bills versus Bengals. I'm about to lose my voice, but I won't. In Buffalo, wintertime, like Carlin said, it could be snowing. Could be. There might be snowballs flying around. We will see. Last time they played in Buffalo, Joe Burrow and the Bengals pretty much handled Buffalo pretty easily. They beat them in convincing fashion. Will they do it again? As I've been saying this episode, no, they won't. This is Josh Allen's redemption year from last year. He is on a mission. The Bills are on a mission. Their window is closing. They've been so close. They lost due to a coin flip two years ago. They have been so close. They are trying to get a Super Bowl. Their team barely changed all that much. I think this is the year they will make it to the Super Bowl. Even with Von Miller out the first four games, I looked at their schedule. I wouldn't change a thing. I still like the Bills winning the games I gave them the first four weeks. But I have the Bills going to the Super Bowl. Their defense finally comes up clutch. They finally are able to stop Joe Burrow when it matters. I think this will be a very close game. 
This will be a very competitive game too. But the Bills finally beat the Bengals here and go to the Super Bowl. So that is it for the AFC side of it. Carlin and I both have the Bills going to the Super Bowl. Who will they face in the Super Bowl? You will find out right after this break. We will be right back. Welcome back, everybody. Real quick, I realized that this is also the first episode where I'm recording back in my normal setup with my normal microphone. So if there was a fan going off in the background, not sure if it will go through or not, but the first half of that episode, if there was a fan going off while I was talking, I apologize, but hopefully it's not now. I'm not sure. I will see when I edit this. But anyway, now. It is time to go over the NFC playoffs. Carlin, you have the honors. You can go first. All right, let's do this. So, same time as last time, let's start off. Kicking off with the one seed, going a record of 14-3 and three, with a division record of 5-1. and one. So, basically, they will be the best team in the NFL next year. Give me the San Francisco 49ers. Very, very risky pick, but I think I think the whole Niner team could carry whoever's at quarterback, as long as they have a quarterback. So, first overall bye goes to the Niners. Moving on. Getting the second seed, the Detroit Lions, with a record of 13-4. and four. Okay. Moving on to the third seed, the Philadelphia Eagles, the E-A-G-L-E-S Eagles, going 12-5. Trap up the division. Winners. Going a record of 9-8. and eight. Give me the S- New Orleans Saints. I will say the San Francisco Saints. <laughs> Give me the New Orleans Saints. <laughs> with a division record of 9-8. and eight. Uh, Sorry, with a record of 9-8. With a division record of 5-1. and one. So, to recap. The four division winners. The Niners. The Lions. The Eagles. The Saints. Alright, here we go. Getting the fifth seed, the Dallas Cowboys. Getting the sixth seed, Minnesota Vikings. Getting the seventh seed, the Seattle Seahawks. So, to recap, Cowboys, Vikings, Seahawks. All right, now you know how it goes. Let's break through this real quick. Not real quick, but you know what I mean. All right, starting off with the second seed Lions playing the seventh seed Seahawks in Ford Field and Detroit. Dan Campbell, the Detroit Lions, making their first playoff appearance in such a long time. They haven't won a playoff game in a very long time. Geno Smith, he made the playoffs last year. No Seattle fan ever thought they would have a season like that last year, and somehow they did it. They got great additions with Smith, uh, Smith and Najigba. They have a great wide receiver gore. It's just getting better and better. But those damn lines, man. I swear, I think they're going to do it. I think they're going to beat those Seattle Seahawks. And I think it's going to be really close because the Lions haven't been in years. In years. Give me the Lions. 
Not by a lot, by a nail biter. But give me those lions. All right. Moving on to the third seed Eagles, the E A G L E S, hosting the Minnesota Vikings, the Monday Night Football rematch from last year, where the Vikings got pounded live on national television. Those Vikings, you got Jordan Addison, you got um, Jay Jettis, Kirk Cousins. TJ Hawkinson, great wide receivers, great tight end. But that defense, it's just not going to be able to keep keep up with that Eagles offense. Give me the Eagles in a pounding to a Vikings team who barely made it, but probably should have never made it. Give me the E-A-G-L-E-S advancing. <laughs> Moving on to the fourth and fifth seed. The New Orleans Saints hosting the Dallas Cowboys. You know, Derek Carr making his appearance down in New Orleans. Alvin Kamara. He's not doing bad himself either. As long, but he's suspended for a couple games. But he'll be back. Michael Thomas. Who knows if Michael Thomas is playing this season? I don't even know if it's confirmed. <laughs> even if it is confirmed, he's probably somehow going to get hurt. Within the first 30 seconds of being on the field. <laughs> Versus a who knows what quarterback's going to be down there in Dallas. Could be Trey Lance. Could be Dak. Most likely going to be Dak. Tony Pollard. CeeDee Lamb. Brandon Cooks. Dallas Cowboys beat the Buccaneers last year. Dallas hasn't won a playoff game in years. And they did it. You know what? They're going to do it again. Down in New Orleans. Give me the Dallas Cowboys. Beating a Saints team that just made it because they just won their division. That's the only reason they're there. So to recap. Cowboys advance. Lions advance. And Eagles advance. Cool? Cool. Let's move on. We're going to start with the Lions versus the Eagles. Lions, the two seed, going in to Lincoln Financial Field against the Eagles. The Eagles, man, what a great team. The Georgia Bulldogs, basically whole roster from last year is now on the Eagles. Jalen Hurts, A.J. Brown, Devontae Smith, Dallas Goddard. Great offense, great defense. And I don't think Dan Campbell's even going to be caught up to this team. I think that he's going to run circles. Nick Sirianni's going to run circles around the lines. Give me the Eagles taking the lines. Sorry, Dan Campbell. I love you. I love your method. But I think the Eagles are going to upset you at home in forward field. Crazy. I know. Moving on to last year NFC Divisional Round. Same exact matchup. 49ers versus the Cowboys, you know. <laughs> and this happened last year. It was a great game. Ezekiel Elliott tried to play center for the Cowboys last year, and it did not work out in their favor. Best center in the whole <laughs> league. Didn't work out in their favor. San Francisco Niners, great offense. Chris McCaffrey. 
George Kittle, Brandon Ayuk, Debo Samuel. List goes on and on. Nick Boza, who just signed a contract with the Niners today. Man, Jerry Jones is going to be so sad after this game. Give me the San Francisco 49ers beating the Dallas Cowboys. So, our NFC Championship. The San Francisco 49ers hosting the Philadelphia Eagles. The one seed versus the three versus the third seed. I'm almost said third seed. <laughs> the one seed hosting the third seed. You know, it's going back. Not the Candlestick Park. Oh my gosh. Levi Stadium. <laughs> A game that was hyped up last year. Where Brock Purdy literally got injured. And then their backup got injured. And then they decided to put Brock Purdy back in. And just have him run the ball every five seconds. Costing him probably the worst NFC Championship game I have ever watched. Because of no quarterback. And don't worry. Brock Purdy is going to be starting this game. And Brock Purdy is going to be playing really good. That whole Niners offense is going to be playing good. That whole Niners defense is going to be playing good. But Nick Sirianni, man, he just can't be beat. Give me the Philadelphia Eagles beating the San Francisco 49ers on the road for the NFC Championship, baby. Wow. Also, so can we just talk about John was making faces at me the whole entire time. (laughs) But I think it's funny because. When I talked about the Lions versus the Seahawks, John kept going like, (laughs) You're so high on the Lions. I I, I have faith in those Lions. But I want to hear your predictions. So real quick. So what's your Super Bowl matchup so everybody knows? So I have the one-seed Bills. Facing the three seed Eagles, I mean, it won't matter when it comes to playoffs, but yeah. okay. Bills just versus Eagles and Vegas for Super Bowl Fifty Eight. Alrighty, so it's my turn now. Okay, let's see if we are equal or not. We will see. Do we have the same thing? You will find out. The one seed in the A, not the A, the NFC. Goes to the San Francisco 49ers with a record of 15 and 2. The two seed goes to the Eagles with a record of 15 and 2. Tiebreaker, the Niners beat the Eagles during the regular season. That was the determining factor. Three seed, the Detroit Lions, not 13 and 4, 9 and 8, but they get the three seed. The four seed goes to the New Orleans Saints. Winning in the worst division, arguably in football, potentially the NFC South. They go nine and eight. They get the four seed. Fifth seed, Lance's favorite team, the Dallas Cowboys. They go 12 and five, four and two in the division. Six seed. Where is the six? There it is. Seattle Seahawks with a record of nine and eight. It's not as competitive as the AFC record wise, but the Seahawks go nine and eight. In the seventh seed, Green Bay Packers, also with a record of nine and eight. So, moving on down to the playoffs. My computer is very slow today, but Niners get the bye. Lions, Seahawks. I actually just realized that's the same exact matchup as you got. So, 
Did I have the same prediction as you? No, I don't. I have the Seahawks winning. Last season, they played against each other, to my knowledge, and the Seahawks won. They will win again. I like the Seahawks' defense more. I think they will be able to shut down the Lions' offense. I think the Seahawks' offense will be able to outdo the Lions' defense. Give me Geno Smith. Might have the best wide receiver trio in DK Metcalf, Tyler Lockett, Jackson Smith, and the Jigba. They're going to run circles around the Lions' defenders. Kenneth Walker is going to rush for over 100 yards. This could be a shootout. This easily could be a shootout. It's in Detroit. I don't know how much of an impact that's going to be, in my opinion. Sorry, Detroit fans. But I have the Seahawks winning here. I like them a lot. I like their team. I think they'll be very underrated. Congratulations to the Lions for making the playoffs. Great progression. Dan Campbell's one of my favorite head coaches in the league. Good stepping stone here this year. Very good stepping stone. They will only get better, but the Seahawks win here. Eagles, number two, versus the number seven Packers. Man, can the Packers do it? Jordan Love, in his first starting season, takes the Packers to the playoffs. Can they beat the Eagles? No, they cannot. I don't even think this game will be close if I had to predict it. It's in Philadelphia, too. I think the Eagles are going to make easy work here. I think Jalen Hurts and the offense will do well enough to move on. I think they will shut down Jordan Love. Big pressure moment for Love away in Philadelphia. He can't get it done. Eagles win here pretty easily. Saints versus Cowboys. Number four Saints. They are at home in New Orleans. Derek Carr is in the playoffs again. Can Derek Carr beat the Cowboys? No, he cannot. I like this Cowboys team. Will they make it all the way in the playoffs? You will have to wait and see. But I think they are good enough. I think Derek Carr is going to make mistake after mistake. Trayvon Diggs might have a pick. Micah Parsons might have a sack or two. I like this Cowboys defense. I think they're going to make it very tough on the Saints offense. I think this is going to be a low-scoring game, too, because I do like the Saints' defense as well. And I think Dak is going to struggle in these playoffs. So I have the Cowboys winning in a low-scoring game. Give me the Cowboys. Next round, 49ers at home against the Seattle Seahawks, their division rival. Can this, this is the same thing as last season, too. The Seahawks were in the same spot. Can they beat the Niners? In San Francisco. No, they cannot. The Niners will make easy work. I just don't think the Geno Smith can do it. I like Brock Purdy enough to the point where I think he will make easy work on the Seahawks defense. I love the weapons around Brock Purdy. Assuming Brock Purdy has a similar season like he did last season. I, I'll take the Niners here. The Seahawks hopefully make this game more competitive than last season. So I'm going to say this is a competitive game between the two. I think it will come down to one score. I think the 49ers defense will come up clutch in the end of this game. Give me the 49ers. They go back to the NFC Championship again. Now, big divisional rivalry matchup right here. The Philadelphia Eagles, the two seed versus the Dallas Cowboys, the five seed. 
the NFL scriptwriters couldn't do it any better here in Philadelphia. Man, prime time. People are excited for this game. Can Dak Prescott finally do it? Can the Dallas Cowboys beat the Eagles when it matters? No, they can not. Dak Prescott screws up again. Just as I've been saying before, I don't think Dak Prescott is the answer. I think the Eagles will win this game. This will be a close game. I will say that. I do like both defenses. If you go back to the defense episode I did, I put them at very high regard, both defenses. I do like both offenses as well. Dak Prescott has a great receiving core around him, a good running back in Pollard. Eagles have the best wide receiver duo in the league, arguably, with Brown and Smith. And a good, oh, my, my flu is coming back a bit. But they have a good receiving core. They have a good running back group. Great O-line. This is going to be a close game. I think the Eagles win by one score in dramatic fashion. Cowboys, they're going to have to figure out what they have to do next. Is it Dak? Is it Trey Lance? They're going to have to figure it out. But the Eagles win. They move on. Sorry, Lance. Which leads us to the NFC Championship. The same exact NFC Championship that you predicted, Carlin. And the same NFC Championship that happened last season. But only this time, it's in San Francisco. The number one seed, 49ers, against the number two seed, Philadelphia Eagles. Last year, the Niners made all the excuses they wanted. They didn't have Purdy. They didn't have Josh Johnson, their backup. They had to run the ball over and over. The Philadelphia Eagles, very similar team. They had easy work last year. Can the Philadelphia Eagles do it again? Yes, they can do it again. I have the Eagles winning this game. I don't see the 49ers winning. I don't think Brock Purdy will come up clutch. We didn't get to see it last year if Brock Purdy could beat the Eagles defense. Hopefully he doesn't get injured again. But I don't see him doing it. I don't think Brock Purdy would have done it last year. Even at home in San Francisco. I don't think that has great impact either. I don't think they're one of the strongest home environments too. So I have the Eagles winning here. I think they will do it. I think they will go to the Super Bowl back-to-back years. And because of that, I think I have to say this. You predicted the Bills versus Eagles. Lance predicted the Bills versus Eagles. I predicted the Bills versus Eagles. And we didn't even plan this beforehand. No, we didn't. I Lance did it, and then I... Uh immediately did it right after and i didn't really pay attention man we all predicted it the bills versus the eagles so wow before we get into our super bowl predictions i want to hear two things from you yeah in your opinion who's winning head coach and who's winning mvp you can think okay. about it because i already thought about it and i know my answer okay okay head Funny. coach of the year okay Head, head coach, coach of the years. Let's do this first. Okay, let me... I'm going to have to look very briefly at the teams. So, Remember, okay. it's before the playoffs happen. Yeah, before. So I scrolled back up to the regular yes. season just to look at the record. Essentially, head coach of the year, I wouldn't just think like best team in the league, so I wouldn't go Kyle Shanahan or Nick Sirianni. A good me would want to say Dan Campbell if he wins the division. 
a good bit of me would want to say Dan Campbell because they went nine and eight. They finally made the playoffs. Honestly, the bias in me would want to say the Steelers, if they go 13 and four and make the playoffs, that would be the bias in me. But honestly, if the Detroit Lions make the playoffs this year, even with your either your record of thirteen and four or mine of nine and eight, I think Dan Campbell could win head coach of the year. So I would say him. I was gonna say the same thing. I think it's Dan Campbell. If uh Lance and I talked and you listened to the podcast, so you know. If the Lions, the Bears, or the Packers win the North, whoever wins gets head coach of the year. That's fair. And I think that's a really, really good take because you Lions obviously um they were a great team last year. They weren't the best team, but Dan Campbell has been getting up there. And if I haven't gone 13 and four, he should win it. Bears, obviously worst to best. And then Packers, obviously um, Aaron Rodgers. So, yeah. So like it. No. MVP. Okay. MVP. So just by looking at this, I'm looking at the top teams, NFC. It's obviously going to a quarterback. Yeah, which I I so disagree yeah. with 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 what uh yeah I agree with what Micah said. It's stupid, but yeah, but uh, just looking at it, I don't see any NFC quarterback getting it. I mean, maybe Jalen Hurts. I could see, but the way I'm predicting this right now, I have the Bills going to the Super Bowl with a record of thirteen and four, getting the one seed. So, I'd go Josh Allen. I'd pick him, him or Jalen Hurts. I don't think this is Mahomes' year. Actually, I'll meet, let me backtrack on that. Mahomes, it depends. If he puts up similar stats as he did the last year, it could be slightly worse too, but with his receiving core. Actually, it's actually it's going to be between Josh Allen and Patrick Mahomes, but I think Josh Allen's going to have a special season. So I'm going to go Josh Allen. I'm going to shake it up a bit. I am going to basically agree with you. I was going to say uh, Josh Allen or Joe Burrow. I think Joe Burrow is basically due, and I think if he does win it, everyone's going to be like, pay him, pay him, pay him, because he does deserve to be paid. He hasn't been paid yet. Josh Allen, same thing. Um, I kind of am leaning more towards Joe Burrow, but since you said Josh Allen, I'm going to take Josh Allen. I believe in Josh Allen this year. I truly, truly do. So, both, so what I was thinking, what we could do is we could do a countdown, three, two, one, and then I'll say my prediction of who's the winner of Super Bowl 58, and then you say it. Like at the because, same time? Well, like with the one second delay, because I don't want to go like, I don't want to okay. say like Steelers and you say like Chiefs, you know what I'm saying? And then like it'd be mushed for the audience. It won't be mushed for us, but you know what I'm saying? Maybe <laughs> it's it's recording for so for the audience they're listening to both of us talk. We don't want to okay. talk each other. So if we both say okay. it at the same exact time, and we have two different answers. It's going to be mushed, and we're not going to know who said who. Okay. So you just want me to say it right after you say it? Yeah. Okay. okay. All Got right. It. So Super Bowl Fifty Eight this year, baby. Right. I'm going to move my mic up a little closer. Sorry. <laughs> Super Bowl 58. Viva Las Vegas. First Super Bowl held in Vegas at Allegiant Stadium. It, it's probably the NFL's biggest cash grab of all time. Still don't know the halftime performer, even though it's rumored to be Harry Styles and Miley Cyrus. It's very heavily rumored. Or yes. I don't – Or yeah. Or I don't know if you saw the TikTok of <laughs> – Oh, so sorry. Little Uzi with the script writing and how little yes. – Yeah. And everyone's like, Little Uzi, Little Uzi. Um, 
Anyways, Allegiant Stadium, biggest Super Bowl so far, Super Bowl 58. In the desert, so much gambling is going to happen. So much is going to be brought to the town of, uh, not the town, the city of Las Vegas. Nick Sirianni versus, uh, I can't think of their head coach. Who's their head coach? Sean McDermott. Sean McDermott. Jalen Hurts versus Josh Allen. A.J. Brown versus Stephon Diggs. Devontae Smith versus whoever is the wide receiver two on the Bills. Gabe Davis. Gabe Davis. <laughs> yes. Uh, right, Dallas Goddard versus uh, whoever their tight end. You get the point. Dawson Knox. Dawson Knox. <laughs> Super Bowl 58. February something. 2024. The day we have all been waiting. And we're going to see the Super Bowl champion who will be in the count of three, two, one. The Eagles. Eagles. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm yes. glad we agree. I'm glad we agree. Okay, you go first. Give me your reasoning. All right, so let me give my reasoning, right? Bills have been to the Super Bowl five times, and I truly do not want the Bills to lose this game. I truly do not. I will be rooting for the Bills. I will not be rooting for Philadelphia, and I don't think you will be either, because everyone loves Buffalo, and everyone wants Buffalo to win. They've been four times. I just don't think they'll be able to do it. I think I'm not saying Josh Allen is going to have a bad game. I just think the Eagles have a better offense and a better defense. And I think that will be the key thing. Nick Sirianni obviously went to the Super Bowl last year and almost won. Um, the defense kind of fumbled because Mahomes basically learned what was happening and was like, "Okay, yeah, I know what's happening," and ruined it. But they got a new head offensive coordinator, defensive coordinator. So sorry. And I like this Eagles team a lot. I truly do think they will go back and win it. And also, I think it's a great uh, story ending for uh, Jason Kelsey because he said one more year. And I feel like if anything script written the NFL, it's him hanging it up after winning the Super Bowl. And I'd love to see that for him. I love the dude. I was listening to the podcast earlier. They have a great podcast, him and Travis. Um, but yeah, I love the Bills and I will be rooting for the Bills, but I think the Eagles are going to take the game, and I think they're going to win. And also, I think it's going to be kind of like uh, last year's Super Bowl where it was a very high-scoring game, and everyone's head's one of the best Super Bowls they've ever watched. And I, could, I, I, I disagree with that statement. I truly do. I'm so sorry. I think watching that Eagles-Patriots Super Bowl was one of my favorite Super Bowls to ever watch because I've never rooted more against Tom Brady in my whole life and not wanted that man to win a game. And watching that game was magical family because we it snowed here in Pennsylvania. We were all snowed in, so no one could go anywhere. Um, but yeah, give me the Philadelphia Eagles won Super Bowl Fifty Eight and a great game and a fantastic game for Vegas. Yeah, I like I like the Jason Kelsey point you mentioned too. That'd be very cool to see him win finally. But he's won one Eagle. already. Has he? Yeah. Okay. To retire. Put it, put it yeah. on his head and retiring. There you go. Okay. So, Bills and Eagles. Why do I pick the Eagles? First off, a lot of people say that if the Bills don't win this year, then their their window is closed. I don't fully agree with that. But no, do I. I think I think if they make it to the Super Bowl alone, that's an achievement in itself. But last year when the Eagles were in the Super Bowl, Jalen Hurts had arguably like one of the best quarterback performances of all time. Literally, his only flaw in that game was that fumble he had. 
but it's also very crazy for me to just be supporting the Eagles on this podcast because I have Philly cousins. I root against Philly for like almost everything except last year because I was rooting against the Chiefs. So it's just very weird for me to be like praising the Eagles so much. Like I ranked them number one in our team ranking episode. I've I've essentially given them all the flowers in the world possible, and I'm still doing it now. I don't know why, but I still like Jalen Hurts. I I don't think their team has changed too dramatically. I I think this is gonna be a very close game. I do. This is a Bills magical run right here, but I just see them coming up short. I just think Jalen Hurts has another perfect game, very similar game that the game he had against Kansas City. I think it'll be very similar. I think it'll be a shootout in the last two minutes. Josh Allen's just going to try and get a touchdown. He'll get it with like maybe a minute left in the game, and then Jalen Hurts will actually have time in this game, unlike last game in the Super Bowl, where he can march down the field. There won't be a controversial holding call again. I think Jalen Hurts will actually have time to go down the field and win the game for the Philadelphia Eagles. Second time is the charm. I just think the Eagles will finally get their moment. I think they had a great chance to have it last season, and I don't think their team has gone that much worse for me not to believe it again. So, And plus, Jonathan Gannon is gone as defensive coordinator. I think he is one of the main reasons why the Eagles lost last year because their scheming was so bad. Like The Chiefs literally had... I was actually... I was re-watching part of the game yesterday because it was on TV. And the Chiefs had two touchdowns, the same exact play. It was like a little in and out. One, the first play was Kadarius Tony. The second play was Sky Moore. They did the exact same thing. The defense ran the exact same scheme. Like Jonathan Gannon wouldn't adjust or anything like that. So there's no more Jonathan Gannon. I have the Eagles winning here. The Eagles are Super Bowl champions so wow yeah i'm glad we agree on the final four that's kind of awesome I, you we, and I, the, yeah. we didn't plan any of this literally did I text, i'd literally texted john and go all right dude do it and he's like yeah. okay and i did it and that's how we ended yeah. up yeah when carlin was saying his stuff that was the first time i ever heard of it yeah and same with john versa. i'm gonna um, have to text lance i'll have to text lance who he has winning it all at some point he had he told me it's in he the did? last, yeah, it's in the last episode. Oh, crap. I say he picked the Eagles. I'll confirm that with him. Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm uh, curious. Honestly, yeah. though, today's football, baby. We got football on today. Make sure you adjust your fantasy lineups. Make sure you have everything ready and yes. rocking and rolling. We got a long season ahead of us that's going to fly by so quick, and it's going to be so, so sad. Oh, um, yeah. But, yeah. We both had the Philadelphia Eagles winning the Super Bowl, and you and I will come back and laugh at our predictions, I'm sure, later yeah, we this will. year. <laughs> I'm going to laugh at a lot of our older episodes. Your Super Bowl champions, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, MVP, uh, Baker Mayfield. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. Um, um, yeah. yeah. Honestly, John, this has been such a fun mini series to do with you. It's been great. I mean, yeah. we. We've both been – you've been at Penn State. I've been up at my camp. You've been sick. My wisdom teeth have been hurting this whole adventure. Lance <laughs> had to fill in. But, hey, we got this mini series done, and it's been a great, great time. Uh, I yeah. just want to note something. Uh, John and I will not be, be uh, previewing week one of the NFL. We just decided to stick with this 
and say what yeah. our predictions are. Starting next week, we're going to review week one, and then we're going to look ahead at week two. Um, and don't worry, we did not forget about college football. Stay tuned tomorrow for the preview for college football because there's a lot to talk about there. And oh, yeah. John and a I, lot. John and I have been saving that conversation for you guys. Um, but we didn't forget about it. We just wanted to wrap this up. So, like I said, next week. We don't have an official date yet. We have an idea, but we don't have an official date yet. Look for oh, week yeah, one I'll review, week two preview. But uh, yeah, anything else you'd like to add before we give the season a wrap yeah. up? I just wanted to say thank you to everybody who's been listening lately because even to all of our previous episodes that we've done, like we've been really putting out a lot of NFL content before the season started. Like We've done the top 10 rankings of the quarterbacks, running backs, wide receivers, tight ends, defenses, teams. Uh, we have all those episodes, our preseason recap episode, our divisional rankings that we've done. So there's been a lot of content. If you have yet to listen to any of those episodes, go back and listen to them. Get yourself prepared for this week of NFL action. Lions and Chiefs are tonight. Travis Kelsey owners out there. Be cautious. You might have to take him out and sign Noah Gray off of waivers. So, Also be careful um, if you have Patrick Mahomes. Remember, he got an ankle injury last year. True. How many yeah. times do you think they're going to mention that? At least probably like... Oh, they will. Oh, four times. It's NBC. Oh, yeah, they'll definitely mention it. They're going to go crazy for Mahomes. But, oh, yeah. Not right yeah, I hope I hope you all are excited for tonight's game. It should be a very fun watch, but... Stay tuned for our college football episode, which Carlin said we'll release tomorrow, most likely. And next week, next week, we should start to have a legitimate schedule, I would say, since NFL will be happening weekly, college football will be happening weekly. So each week we will have an NFL recap episode while also looking beyond to the following week. So that will be a big episode each week. Ideally, that will drop on Wednesdays. I would say we'll record them on Tuesdays, drop them on Wednesdays. College football, maybe drop those every Thursday or so. That's going to be not confirmed, but that's going to be another weekly one. And I also want to do a fantasy one. That's another one I want to do weekly since Carla and I both play fantasy. Dan and Jordan also play fantasy. And so don't forget that um, there's other sports coming up soon. We got true. Baseball's ending, basketball's beginning, and hockey's beginning. Um, obviously, with the schedule being crazy how it is, those probably will be weekend episodes, which we'll probably start doing eventually here and there. But we are not forgetting about them. Like we said and said time before, we've been mainly focused on football. Also, something that's mainly focused on, um, now the NFL starting, TikToks will officially begin starting with clips where you will actually be able to see John's face and my face and him and I laughing at each other, Dan's face and Jordan's face, and them laughing at me over the silly comments I made because there's a lot of them. And I am planning to start releasing them hopefully next Friday. We'll start getting clips out. So stay tuned for that. Um, We've had them in the long run for a very long time i'm thank you for being patient with us uh john and i have finished out kinks and stuff so we'll be good to go so stay tuned for those because 
it's gonna be funny trust me yeah so definitely stay tuned for all that stay tuned for our weekly schedule and like carlin said once other sports start up again they will be added to our weekly schedule they'll get a certain slot in our weekly schedule but also if you want to be a guest speaker lance was just on two episodes lately so if you're listening and you're like hey i want to be in an episode too i want to talk sports or something like that music or whatever contact us contact me carlin dan jordan or dm us on our instagram page too just contact us if you want to be on an episode and we will try to fit you in too we like having guest speakers lance added just another mindset he was a cowboys fan so if you ever want to be a guest speaker let us know and we will get you on but Make sure to follow us on our Instagram, our Twitter slash X, our TikTok, Carla mentioned last episode, or even our Facebook page, too, if you want to. We yes, have all of that. As the first post comes out today to promote this episode and future upcoming stuff, I've been waiting to do something like big and momental, and I feel like this is it, kicking off the NFL season where everyone can listen to our playoff predictions. So, yeah, Facebook, yeah. important. Yeah, make sure to follow all of those. You can find all of that and all of our podcast platforms in the link in bio. If you are listening on Apple Podcasts or Overcast, go to the podcast website and click the link in bio there. Other than that, this has been very fun. Recapping and predicting everything NFL related. So enjoy the game tonight. With Carlin Jacob, I'm John Dodaro. Have a great day, everyone, and see you next time on Inside the Dome.